Welcome to 360 Timmy, the podcast with interesting people in 360 degrees. You can listen on all major music streaming services and watch on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Hey everyone, welcome again to another 360 Timmy. Today we're in Moat Park in Maidstone and today my special guest is Billy Harper. Hiya. Hi, Billy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, pleasure. So, Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, so Billy is a health and wellness entrepreneur, and uh, we're going to talk about his life journey from t- traditional work through to running his own business. So where did it all start, Billy? So I had a traditional upbringing, and I think for me, I, I, I never did very well academically in school, and um, I started just working traditional jobs, um, I was sacking shelves in Iceland when I was 16. Um, then I went on to um, working in a restaurant and I'd been there for a number of years. And I'd always sort of watched my parents and both of my parents had always been really entrepreneurial. Um, my dad runs his own construction company. Um, my mum's a mobile hairdresser. So I was always around entrepreneurs and I just sort of saw how my parents sort of led their life. And I thought, I really like the idea of that. And it sort of all come about really when I was working in a restaurant because I used to, I sort of transitioned from being a host to a bartender and then worked my way into the restaurant. And the thing that really got me excited about going to work every day was the tips that I was going to run because it was always unknown and it was always down to my hard work and my performance. I was always excited to see, well, actually, if I set myself a target today, how close can I get to this target? And that was like where the sort of like the entrepreneurial side of me sort of come out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Then there was an opportunity for me to get involved within a health and wellness company. And at the time I was very underweight myself. I was very low in confidence. I was doing a lot of the right stuff, but I wasn't really seeing the results I wanted. What sort of Um, age were you at at this stage? So I was around 18 years old and I was about five foot 10, the same height as I was now, um, but I was about nine stone. And I just really struggled with confidence because I was, I was very, very slim. I was like nine stone ringing wet. And I just wanted to feel better in myself. I was working a lot of hours at the time. I was doing like meal prepping every day. But the problem was when I had downtime, I didn't want to spend it doing meal prepping. So I was looking for a way where I could really just optimize my life a little bit more. And I come across this company. I started to to get involved with it and um, got on a structured plan myself. I managed to gain seven kilos in my first 90 days, um, which really blew me away. But more than that, I just started to feel better. I had more energy, I was sleeping better at night, um, I was performing better in my training, and I thought, well, if this is serviced and benefited me this much, then perhaps it might work really well for other people. And I just fell into helping other people off the back of that, and I feel like I've always had the knack for wanting to help people and just help people improve themselves. So it sort of went from there, really. And you're, you're typically helping people not just to put weight on, because I'm the sort of person that would like to lose some weight, not put some <laughs> yeah. weight on. Yeah. So you help people lose weight as well. Yeah, I do. I, I basically help people from any nutritional aspect. So if they're looking to improve their energy, the quality of their sleep, drop body fat, put on lean muscle mass. So I work with everybody on their individual level. So, yeah. So you really get into their kind of minds on that. I, and, and I know I've dealt with you in the past and very personal service. You're, you're, you're constantly in contact. 
via WhatsApp or personal visits. Oh yeah, of course. That, that really is the key to it, isn't it? I think it's really important because if we really wanted to do something, we'd do it. Because when we're left to our own devices, sometimes it's very difficult to get in our own heads with stuff. When you've got somebody that you can check in with, stay accountable to, and if you're having any teething problems, it's nice to be able to pick up the phone and put two heads together on it, as opposed to trying to tackle it on your own. Um, so yeah, it's, I think the, the follow-up and the service that comes with it, I think is just as important as the plan to help them, yeah, not only get that result, but be able to enjoy themselves as well, you know? And I think that's so, so key as well, because it's life at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so how many people do you typically help at any one time? So I don't have a, a huge customer base because I want to make sure that everybody gets the same level of service. So I, I sort of cap it between 20, 25 people so yeah. that I can yeah, give those people the individuality that they need and the support that they need. Um, I also wear a different hat. I also um, work in sales and marketing for my dad's company and I've learned a lot from doing that, um, especially through cold calling and stuff like that, um, how to generally deal with objections and deal with people and work with people on their level yeah. as well. I guess that's a lot of door-to-door, -door, is it, that, that kind of thing? It is. In the line of work that we do, it seems to work really, really well because people are watching what we're doing and it generates a lot of business just off of the back of people seeing what we're doing. Um, we do do a little bit online, but where our particular business is very niche in terms of the, the houses and the properties that we work on, it's, it's easier if we sort of choose the locations that we work from, if that makes sense. And is that typically across the south? Yeah, so we cover about 70 areas. Um, so, yeah, we work with yeah, people all over in Kent. So, yeah, it's brilliant. And so in terms of what you do for your dad and what you do for yourself, how much do you use social media? Mm. So for myself, I use a fair bit of social media through um, results and transformations that I can share, but also just sharing tips and knowledge on stuff that I wanted to know about. Um, because when I started, like I didn't, ha I didn't initially have the help and support that I needed. So I wanted to then give that information out to other people. So for myself, I use it quite a lot. Um, in terms of my dad's company, we do use we should probably use direct marketing, but we don't use it as much as we should. Um, but a lot of it's more sort of traditional face-to-face, -face, but he's been doing that for 36 years. So it seems- Quite an established model. Yeah, it yeah. seems to work really, really well. Um, but I think it's certainly something that we can improve upon like anything in life. Yeah. I guess some, uh, I mean, again, I, I know your, your dad's business and it's, it's the sort of work you have done that is, is built to last. So you- yes. Perhaps not quite so much repeat business unless you no. move house or you've got some bits you didn't get done in the first round. So that's a challenge, I guess, isn't it? It is. And that's where it's a lot different to the um, the health and wellness company that I work a part of. Because where people are like eating, it's, it's a monthly thing. Yeah. But with my dad's business, it's a one-off job. So we're always consistently looking for new work. So it's, it's quite different. Um, but I enjoy both aspects, to be honest. And when you're doing um, social media, particularly for the wellness side of things, yes. do you, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people now share their own struggles with physical appearance, mental health, that kind of stuff. I mean, how close have you got, got with that? 
what in terms of helping people mentally. So, yeah, but, but your your own share, sharing of your own experiences on that on yeah, that level. Do you know what? See, diet is such a an, an incredible thing, and people don't really pay too too much attention to it. But if they did, it would change the course of their life. And what I mean by that is all the foods we eat or don't eat affect the way that we feel. The way we feel affects our actions, and our actions affect our outcomes, which is ultimately our life. Yeah, and health actually will help you improve in every area of your life so one thing that i noticed is through working on myself every day i was more productive in my work i was also showing up better in my relationships and for my family as well because i was prioritizing myself and i think that's so so important that people take time to prioritize their health prioritize and exercise rest there's so much that goes into it but through you looking after yourself your ability to look after other people is going to just be so much more um, so from that point of view, I sort of like really try and help people to see it from that that, that framework as well. And um, you've tried a couple of other things over the years. So I, th I think was it about a year ago you tried a completely different business strain and you thought you'd give it a go. From yeah, broadband, was it? Yeah. So I looked at a, a different type of sales, and for me, a big thing when it comes to work is what am I coming in the process of doing this particular role. And I'd literally only worked there for a couple of days because I saw how the sales force were going about trying to get their work. They didn't have any morals or ethics and I didn't like that. And I yeah. thought, well, if I surround myself with these types, this, these types of people on a daily basis and try and push sales the way that they want me to, then ultimately I'm gonna, I'm gonna become like that outside of work as well as inside of work yeah and i was looking at the bigger picture and yeah it it wasn't what i wanted to do in the end but i feel like you have to try them yeah. to see what's out there yeah i think i was very brave of you that and i think also obviously being an entrepreneur there is a hunger for sales but as you say if the morals aren't right then uh... it's always about what you're becoming in the process of what you're doing yeah because ultimately that's what you'll get become known for so for me, I always try and look at it from the person's point of view of, well, how can I help improve their life, not try and take from them, yeah. if that makes sense. And if that's not at the forefront of what I'm doing, then what am I doing really? That's your, that's your uh, sales USP, I guess, isn't it's it? It's almost like my moral compass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Have you ever, th have you ever th uh, considered other avenues then? So broadband was the one you tried. So yeah, I, 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 I like working with people and I feel like my, my strength is sort of in marketing and sales generally. So to be honest, my sort of going away and trying this new uh, job uh, venture, if you like, and coming back, it sort of made me realize how valued I am within my dad's company. And since coming back, I've sort of really put my head down because the plan is is to eventually take over his company with my brother-in-law and my sister yeah and to start scaling it a little bit more than my dad did yeah and keep the family business running um, because i realized how much he appreciates me in the company that i'm in um, but sometimes you have to step away to actually realize what you're leaving behind do you i mean do you have the freedom to suggest doing different strategies now or do you think it's it's such a well-established model that your dad's quite happy with the way it... To be honest, um, where my dad's gone through a massive development journey himself, he's very open-minded. Yeah. And he's he has actually said to us, even though he hasn't personally gone on that journey himself of 
perhaps marketing in different ways or going down different avenues of how we could serve um, customers, it doesn't mean that we can't do that. So he's fully on board with what we're trying to do. Um, so yeah, actually, it's really good from that point of view because it's not like it's... You're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's really there. good. Yeah. That'd be a different video, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, it's not that it's his way's a highway. Yeah. It's that he's open to new suggestions because obviously he knows that there are other companies out there that are doing things on a bigger scale than we are. Yeah. And there's obviously ways and means that they're doing that. So, yeah, he's quite open-minded from that point of view. And on the on the kind of personal um, health side of, of the fence, I mean, nowadays, I'd, when you go to some gyms now, it's like a television studio. There's tripods and people filming themselves everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You go through Instagram and there's, there's, there's countless people that are fitness this and or they're photographing themselves. Yours is quite a slightly different op proposition. You're not there necessarily doing the kind of fitness training, it's a whole a whole wrapper, isn't it? The whole lifestyle, the whole mental state. Yeah, because I feel like they all complement each other. There isn't one thing that would just do it on its own. Um, and, you know, I've got commoderation for people that are in the fitness space because they're trying to educate at the end of the day. Um, and if they feel that they need to, you know, show off their abs to do that, then more, more power to them. Um, but, yeah, I try and sort of take quite a conventional route i do document my own progress because i think it's important as well when you're when you're helping other people that you're showing them that you're in the trenches the same as they are yeah because i would never expect somebody to do something that i wasn't willing or prepared to do myself um so i think that's really really important with whatever you're doing just lead by example yeah i guess it's a bit of a poison chalice sometimes social media because you see people getting results and that might actually demotivate some people i guess how do you have you come across that with some of your clients how do you tackle that yeah sometimes if people are comparing but the, the thing is is what are they comparing to you know their day one might be a comparison to somebody that's been training for a decade yeah so i think it's really important to not compare yourself to other people and i know it's very difficult in the age that we're in now because it is you're seeing people's highlight reels if you like on instagram and facebook of people's best times but it's not always like that yeah um, and i think it's sort of wrapping your head around that really and just making sure that you're happy on what in what you're doing because there's no point in comparing yourself to somebody else because you never know what you're actually comparing yourself to yeah you know you could swap lifestyles with somebody but it might not actually be the lifestyle that you want. It's just what you see. Um, so I try and, yeah, just get people to just focus on them themselves and focus on their own journey and just realise that they're going to have their ups, they're going to have their downs, but that's completely normal. Like, yeah. so do I. You know, even like over a decade of training and knowing what I know now, still have days where it's not perfect, but that's life and that's what it's about and that's what I try and teach. So what sort of, what, what's an average week for you in terms of workouts and what's your kind of regime? So nowadays I train less than I used to yeah. um, just because I've got a better handle on things. Um, so I tend to sort of follow two on one off now. So I'll do like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. And then I'll sort of like repeat that. Um, I'm quite lucky because I, I get... I'm, I, my, most of my work is walking. Yeah. So I'm, like I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> ten to twenty thousand steps easily on a day. Yeah. Um, we also run an online fit club on a Tuesday night. Right. Yeah. Um, via Zoom. So, yeah, from that point of view, that's sort of like my activity, if you like. 
Um, and I know it, it's, it's different for everyone. So I guess another thing, I, I, I'm not just saying this because I'm getting old, but I am old, but as you get older, you can't do so many things as you used to be able to do, like going up hills like this, for instance. Yeah, yeah, it catches you by surprise, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So how do you, uh, have you, have you felt that? since you were 18 to where you are now that yeah uh, do you know what it, it's one of those things like everyone thinks it's not going to happen to them yeah and actually since moving into my 30s i've noticed more niggles than i did before yeah and actually i've had a few minor injuries um since going into my 30s but not doing anything different just that like you said you're getting older and you've got to realize that you're probably not going to be as capable as you was when you were 18 but that's yeah. all right it's just overcoming and adapting to that so yeah do you train your dad as well yeah so my dad yeah my dad's uh, even though he's in his 60s he's definitely got a mentality of an 18 year old that's for sure. good wow um, <laughs> um he still does martial arts once a week he does our fit club on a tuesday night um, and now he's got his home gym set up he's doing that as well as and when he can so i feel like yeah he just stays he knows especially as he's getting older and he knows the importance of trying to keep his lean muscle tissue as high as possible because it there was a sat there was a quote that said you can't help aging but you don't have to get old yeah because you can still be fit and and healthy when you go into your later years and it's so much it's so important because it really affects you not being frail and you know um, if you have falls and stuff like that if you've got more lean muscle tissue on you the chances are you're not gonna break something yeah because you're just generally looking after your body better and i think he just understands that that he wants to age and he wants to be able to get to nearly you get to 100 if he can and still be able to press ups yeah absolutely <laughs> so uh what does the future hold for you so have you thought about doing anything else um so i think we've talked before about you'd like to do something with ceos yeah, so I I definitely want to start my own podcast for sure. That's definitely on the cards for 2024 for me. Um, and yeah, I, I want to base it around entrepreneurs uh, just to really inspire other people to that, that might have an idea around business to actually act on that idea or be able to listen to our show. And my idea is to be able to interview people and get the full story. Yeah. Because the thing is, is when people see success, they only see the success. Yeah. However, pay courts and the cars. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing with entrepreneurs, especially, they go through so much adversity to get to where they are. Yeah. And that's what I want the podcast to be about, to be able to interview these different people and, and just find out their journey and find out when the transition period was, because a lot of people would would have been working traditionally before starting their own business and finding out what sort of switched in them to then move into having their own business. Because I've got, I've, again, I'm quite lucky that I've been surrounded by quite a lot of people that have run their own business, um, which again has sort of inspired me into doing what I'm doing now. So, so it'd be good to get another point of view. Oh, absolutely. And just to be able to speak to people in different industries as well and to find out how they deal with their challenges and their obstacles as well. As well. So how are you going to go about making contact have you got have you got some contacts already i'm luckily I'm, I'm lucky enough to say that i have yeah um generally because of the nature of the work that i do within health and wellness i've been exposed to so many different types of people um so i yes i've already got some people in mind that i can reach out to and yeah get the ball rolling with that 
So that's a 2024 target. That is a 2024 target. So I look forward to hearing and seeing that, whichever format yep. you end up choosing. Yeah, I'm sure I'll probably get you to uh, give me some help, <laughs> you being a tech wizard. And what, uh, what else have you got planned for 2024? Um, ideally, we'd like to move house next year if we can. Um, it just depends on what happens um with the world <laughs> and mortgage rates and stuff like that but ideally i'd like to move into our next home um well i guess what you've just covered there is we are in the middle of a bit of a crisis in, t in the world really finance wars it's creating a lot of uncertainty i yeah. guess in terms of your dad's business and yours mm. that's gonna have a bit of an impact right depends really because we go through times like this and as long as my dad's always said as long as we've always we always do what we've always done yeah then the results will always be there if you're always putting in the effort it's impossible for not to get a not to be able to get um results out the other end it's like the hose pipe effect you, you turn the tap on and the water doesn't come out straight away yeah it has to fill through the funnel and we find it's exactly the same as that um even through the pandemic it, with my health and wellness business i was i was doing very well because some people were at home and a lot of people were thinking about health and wellness yeah and my dad's business was still ticking over because we were working on the outside of the, the building. So we wasn't- So you weren't restricted, yeah, yeah. we wasn't restricted. We wasn't coming into contact with people. So I feel like these things come and go, but as long as we continue to do the things that we've always done, then the, the chances are excellent that we're just gonna come out the other side still. Yeah, that's good ethos that, I like that. It's, uh... Well, brilliant. Thanks, Billy. Well, I look You're forward welcome. to uh, seeing what happens in 2024. We'll probably catch up again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd like to be on your podcast. I'm not a CEO, of course. You'd have yeah, to be special, I'd, maybe. Yeah, but I'd definitely have you on, definitely have you on because you're doing a podcast. Yeah. And technically, that's your own venture. Oh, it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's a, it's a journey as well, isn't it? Yeah, so, so I'll uh, have you on as a, as a podcast. There you go. Inv invitation accepted. <laughs> You've got to do it now. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. I know. And now you're giving me the kick up the backside to do it. Exactly. Well, that's it. So uh, good luck for 2024. 2020, yeah, 2024, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, it is 2024. It does go that quick. It does go that quick, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, thank you very much, buddy. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank have, you. Have a super day. Cheers, you too. Remember, you can watch the video version of this podcast on youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Episodes are available in regular or 360 view. More links on 360timmy.com.